Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so happy to be back. It's that time again, Chris. We're back. Back for the attack. Back for the attack. This is Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. I'm Chris. I'm Greg. And I hope you guys missed us. You guys yeah, are tuning in. Hell, man. Hey, man. Yeah, you didn't forget about Chris. Never forget about me. Don't forget about us, guys. We're always going to be here. In your face. All up in your face. <laughs> Man, I, I am so glad to be back. So glad to be back sitting in front of my best friend, Greg. Hey. Talking about things about we time, love. Man. And, and uh, you know. Well, we're doing that, man. Let's cheers this up, man. So Let's cheers it up. We got a, a couple of beers in here today. We got, I brought Chris the uh, official... Steve Austin's Broken School American Lager. We're drinking Steve Weiser's. Steve Weiser's. Here we go, guys. We did the cheers. We're going to drink it up. Yeah. <sighs> All right. What is this? It's a American Lager. What's a, What's the ABV? I don't know. Four? Hold up. I got my glasses on here. 4.28. <laughs> I can't tell. All right, guys. So if you can't tell what Chris just said, he said he finally got his glasses. So for the last umpteen episodes that we've been doing it chris cannot see properly and now he can he can finally see the screen hey you remember remember when you were a kid yeah and like you're in elementary school and they say okay you gotta get your eyes checked that was the last time i got my eyes checked <clears throat> and i've been doing the, i've been doing this move you know the in and out move yeah, if it's out. dim light i can't i gotta angle it right bring it right here so finally i was like you know what i'm just gonna go get my eyes checked got my glasses did you put the uh uh, letters on your phone bigger so you could read it more or no you still have it kind of uh, I just no I, I had it this is sometimes sometimes I go through the pinch in pinch yeah, out no. so every day better. so when I text you you still got a decent small little I'm reading on. your text one letter at a time <laughs> <laughs> yeah a few year, a few phones back I started to you know what I need to make this bigger so yeah instead of having small writing yeah, if you're next to me you could probably was read that on it. a flip phone yes that was on a flip phone Chris the, the the dot matrix flip phone <laughs> click click you thought you were bad right you just sit there and click it out and open <laughs> right yeah so hey cool. man click did it have the antenna you could pull in and out or was it just the fixed oh, antenna? oh had the fixed one wow. yeah you're high class yeah don't forget hey, uh last week me and chris went to the aew or two weeks ago two weeks we ago to be into aew dynamite that was great in the kia forum uh for dynamite and rampage um we had a blast it was fun uh, we saw some old friends. Uh, we saw, you know, had some good wrestling. Um, you know, just mm-hmm, had a mm-hmm. good time in and out. We had good seats, decent seats for last minute making it through. Um, you know, promoted ourselves, met a few friends, and, you know, it yeah. was cool. It was it was a good time um, for us. Yeah, I had a great time going down there with you again to the AEW. Man, I had a great time. Yeah. It was, great. It was, it was a last minute kind of thing, and we just decided to go down there and Check it out, man. I thought it was great. Just like last time we went, man. It was and a great make the time. best of it. Yeah. And, and that LA crowd, man, you guys are wild. There's so much energy here in Los Angeles. What did you think? What did you think about the, the matches <laughs> as a whole? What did you think about the event? A whole the whole event was exciting and and you know, um 
breathtaking because some of those matches were awesome. Some of these wrestlers were, were just, you know, the Brian Danielson match was, was killer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, the Bucks and the, the Game 7 or, you know, Bucks and Kenny winning against, you know, Death Triangle was mm-hmm. just, you know, another awesome match. Those two got those three, those six gentlemen, man, they know how to wrestle each other. It's really good. I, I enjoyed the uh, Hangman Page and uh, yeah, John Moxley. Uh, John Moxley match was that they started that they off. They started and that it was off. And that was it. a hot way to start, man. I was I was into that from the get go. Yeah. Uh, Moxley is still the same, dude. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. But it was a very entertaining match. Yeah. A very entertaining match. I was definitely invested watching that. It was great. I was definitely surprised too when Adam Cole came back. And you know it was uh, what it was bay, told. Bay. Yeah, what I told, what I was told too was he didn't let any of his coworkers know he was there. He kind of kept himself in the car and then kind of ran out at the end or when they were set up to do it. So a lot of the guys in the in the back didn't know that he was even going to show up to the very end. So that was a good surprise for everybody, man. That's, that was, that's it was three a big pop, AEW man. events we've been to and seen him wrestle zero times. <laughs> well, so I'm pretty. Disappointed. It's all right. What about uh, MJF? Good pop. Yeah, dude. Good energy. It's great to see him. Yeah, dude. He has a commanding voice and, you know, getting everybody excited and mad at him and, and shit like that. So it was cool. He, I love being mad at him, and then I just think he's great also. <laughs> you know? Hey, guess what? You can, get, you can get a hold of us on Instagram at BigTalkCG.podcast. Right. You can get a hold of us on TikTok. BigTalkCG.podcast. Email us, BigTalkCG at gmail.com. Also, Twitter, at BigTalkCG. All right, man. Thank you for doing the business. The business. There we go. Um, You can also look up our link tree. All the links are there. Oh, yeah. There you go. Listen to us and and everything like that. Man, you got no chance. No chance in hell. No chance, baby. And uh, we're talking about the Royal Rumble. Talking about the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble coming up this weekend. Correct. Um, Saturday night. Saturday night. And, man. Peacock. <laughs> on the peacock. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we're going to just kind of, you know, go through some of our memories of the Royal Rumble, some of our favorite things, our least favorite things. We're going to talk about this year, some things we think are going to happen, some things we wish would happen, and some things we hope don't happen. Um. You know, I was wa- so I've been watching as many as I could. Uh, Royal, I almost said WrestleMania, Royal <laughs> Rumbles, um, but I could, I couldn't get to all of them. I okay. couldn't get to all of them because um, you know, just you know, I'm, I'm a busy guy, busy guy. Um, I got five jobs. I got okay. five jobs, so I was trying to squeeze them in between my jobs. Um, you know, one thing that you know, I, I kind of started at the beginning, kind of was flicking through. And a WrestleMania that I knew that I had to go back and watch was was. 1992. That was the first year that Ric Flair was in the Royal Rumble. I believe entrant number three, where he lasted the whole distance. And the match was for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. And and I'm sure everybody thought, you know, like Hogan was going to win it. They were going to do the old good old Hogan because he won it the two previous years, 90 and 91. So it was good to see, you know, Ric Flair. The I mean, re- you said 92, right? Yeah. Yeah, 92. He was- 92. Uh, the, as he called himself, the self-proclaimed real yeah. 
world heavyweight champion. And you know what? One of the great things about that match wasn't even the match itself. One of the great things was the commentary. Right? Gorilla and yeah. Bobby on there oh. with Bobby having no bones about the fact that Ric Flair was his guy. He was rooting for that guy, managing that guy. This is my guy. Yeah. He's going to win it. Ric Flair is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And man, that added just another layer to it because, um, Something that gets forgotten in a lot of these matches, sometimes what carries these matches is the commentary and the announcing. And, you know, really the three best teams that ever did it was Gorilla and Jesse. Yeah. Gorilla and Bobby. And then Jim Ross and, and King, the King. Those were really the three that I think Correct. did the best at comedies. And so having Bob, Bobby on the mic is great. Definitely. Man, he really made that match, just the flow with it. But, you know, Ric Flair being in there since the beginning, man, I don't know how many minutes he went. I'm going to have to look it up. But, man, he was in there from number three. And, and man, uh, it just showed he was. What did they? What did he say? He's the sixty-minute man. Yeah, he was in there fifty-nine minutes and twenty-six seconds. Wow, dude! I know that's still a, a good one on that one, man. That's not the. I don't think that's the record. No, that's not the record. But you know who has the record? Um. Yeah. Um. Dang it! I was watching it today. The record is. Um. Uh, who is it? Tell me who it is. Do you know offhand? No, I don't know offhand. Uh, I think it was like Kane or. Undertaker or someone like that was just over an hour. Yeah, just over an hour. Mm -hmm. Do you have who that is? Siono. No, but I know Benoit did over an hour too. Jesus, dude, these guys are fucking crazy. Two thousand four. Damn. Two thousand four. And you know what? I was kind of looking through these Royal Rumbles, but you know, let's let's kind of go back. The Royal Rumble in um nineteen ninety two um. That really had a who's who of that era that post 80s were still doing cartoony gimmicks, but we're still trying to turn a corner yes. kind of a thing. Um, I mean, dude, uh, Sid Justice was a lot, I believe, if, if I'm correct, he was, was he, I think he was the last one in there with Ric Flair. And everybody sees him wa walking down, dude. You're thinking, oh shit, he's going to win the title right here. But you know, Ric right. Flair ended up coming through, man. Um, Bret Hart was in there. Um, Hacksaw was in there again. Anvil, uh, Tito Santana, Rick Martel. I believe he was the model Rick Martel. You had Hulk Hogan, Macho Man. All these guys were in that battle, uh, Royal Rumble, man. And it was, uh, it was definitely one of the better ones. Uh, a lot of people rank it as, you know, their number one. I think that it really, it was the first Royal Rumble that mattered because it was number five, I believe, because number one was. Uh, Hacksaw, Big John Studd, Hogan, Hogan, Flair. So it was the fifth one. It was the first one where actually there was a prize to the winner. Yeah. It wasn't yet to the to the WrestleMania, WrestleMania match, but it really gave me gave more meaning to the match. Made it more important. Made it a true, you know, one of the big four uh, pay per views. And man, it was it was a good one. It was a really really good one. It's definitely in my top five. So I think uh, the Royal Rumble longest one is Rey Mysterio. On 2006, uh, an hour and two minutes. He was entry number Jesus, two. Dude. Damn. These guys, man, that's like, you know, that is an Iron Man match, dude, doing these kind of things, man. These yep. guys pulled it through. Any um, any memories you have of uh, Royal Rumble you want to talk about? Just off the top <clears throat> of your head? You know what? When, when I don't even see your big talk notebook out here. It's on the side, man. I got on the corner. All right, all right. Sure. I was going to say the one where uh, Shawn Michaels won it. Uh, from entry number one. Ooh. That is, I think, one of my favorites because, you know, it, it has it hadn't been done, and then all of a sudden, these you know, uh, someone like a Shawn Michaels superstar 
go ahead and, and does something like that. Man. That was the that was uh, 95, right? Yeah, 95. Yeah, dude. Um, that that definitely was the first one to go from number one all the way to the end. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah. Great, great. You know, the thing about it, one thing that I've found from some of these um, Royal Rumbles that I'm really going to say right now that I hate is all it seems to me that they ever try to do in these Royal Rumbles is push the person that wins it. Where during these matches, there's times where they are missing opportunities to push other uh, other wrestlers. They're missing opportunities. So I was watching one of them. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was 2008, which I just thought was great. I okay. believe it's 2008. Don't quote me. I'm going to have to go back and look because I'm going to talk about 2000 anyway. Um, I believe it was... The hard, um, the Hardys were like number one and three. Oh, okay. And they came out. And I believe they were wrestling the Undertaker or a bigger wrestler, and or something like that. And they, it may not have been him, but it was like we're missing an opportunity here. Oh, I don't remember who it was, but they did eliminate whoever it was. Okay. And so they start fighting each other, but they weren't yet that established team. Extreme Hardy Boys, um. I think it was 2002. It was 2001 or 2002. I'm sorry, not 2008. 2001 or 2002. 2008, obviously, they were established. 2001 or 2002. They were missing opportunities to really push these guys. They have a lot of opportunity because let's be honest with each other. There's a lot of mid-card filler in these matches. Of course. Why are we not using it to push these guys? Show us what they can do. Why does it always have to be... Yeah, I mean, The Undertaker, Kane, Stone Cold... Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Kurt Angle, John Cena. Those are like, who else is there? If they're in the ring, they're not losing. Sometimes they do, but one of those guys is going to win. Yeah. Well, I mean, and when Rey Mysterio won, everybody knew he was going to win. <laughs> that was the most predictable one uh, of all time. But, man, th there's so many opportunities here to push these mid-card guys. Then the reason um, I was thinking 2008, because we were talking about it earlier, 2008 was the one that me and you were talking about earlier where I felt like, um, it was basically Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and um, uh, who else? I think maybe Kane might have been in there at that point. I'm not really sure, but those are really the two big guys. I know the rest of it was mid-carters. Mid-carters at that point. CM Punk was a mid-carter at that point. It was CM Punk, Morrison, Miz. Yes, they were the tag team champions, but they weren't running the show yet. Yeah, sure. Um, and Snitsky was in there. Carlito was in there. Shelton Benjamin. Dude, Shelton Benjamin's in elimination from that match was embarrassing he jumped in the ring in one leap jumped up to the top rope grabbed morrison and miz face slammed them to the turnbuckle mm -hmm. and then he jumped down and then he got eliminated like two seconds later by someone else i'm like you're taking one of the best athletes on your roster and you're not doing anything with him and the person that eliminated him i think it was Shawn michaels kicked him in the face and he yeah. went over there it's like what what this did nothing for either of them. This was a, you, these are opportunities they're missing out to push these mid card guys. Let Sheldon Benjamin do amazing things. Let him do some high spots. Yeah. Let him do these crazy things. The one person they did do that with that did things for his career was Kofi Kingston right. by doing his walking on my hands, doing all yeah. this. So yeah, you talk about the Kofi Kingston. Well, I mean, yeah, he was one of those guys that you know, on a mid card that he would come and wrestle, but every time he was in the Rumble, like, 
you knew he wasn't going to win, but he was going to do something mm -hmm. that was going to be a spotlight for... It was going to be a highlight. Highlight reel. And he did. He, he would jump from side to side, or he, like he said, he jumped on the floor, but with his hands, like I did a handstand, or bent backwards to not... You know, didn't he jump on like the, the the barricade, the audience barricade once, and ran down it to the steps <clears throat> to get back in the ring or something yes, like that, this, or jumped off it to and get the, back on that kind of? You stuff. were yeah. always hoping he was going to be in there because you wanted to see what he was going to do because it was a highlight of the match, and that's one of those times where that actually did help his career. But man, they're missing so many opportunities with with a lot of these guys. But that 2008 Royal Rumble, uh, Madison Square Garden, was really good. I watched that one today. Because there was that point in the match where there were probably about 12 guys in there and probably about eight or nine of them were those mid-card guys. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like a dead spot in the match, which you get in a lot of these rumbles. It was actually good pace, a lot of good stuff going. People were hitting moves, and it was all these mid-carders because Sean's over here resting, The Undertaker's over here resting, and it was just everybody else just going at it. And it was really actually one of the more enjoyable ones. I know a lot of people say 2001, 2002, 92 all these other ones. But 2008 actually was, ended up being one of my favorite ones to watch. It was very enjoyable. I didn't fast forward it through any of it. Because a lot of times you're like, oh, okay, dude, here comes, oh, oh my God, here comes really? here comes Morrison. Oh, here comes The Miz. Oh, here comes Carlito. Oh, he's spitting apples. Fast forward. Okay, who gets eliminated? Let me get down here to like when there's only three people left in there. And I was like, dude, these guys are going at it. It was really entertaining. You know that You know that lull you hit in the middle where there's like 15 people? And you're like, when's Kane coming in to eliminate everybody? <laughs> Where's Kane? Yeah. Fast forward where, to Kane, where he gets kicks everyone's some out. Some big dude that's gonna come up, one man yeah. gang or, or, or earthquake. Akeem, yeah, remember Akeem? Akeem? Full brother, Akeem, <laughs> number one full brother. He was always coming out with flick. Akeem, right. was, Akeem uh, was awesome, by the way. <laughs> that would happen a lot too. Yeah, right. Um, you know what? I never, I never wanted to fast forward it because I think I, I tried to see it mostly like live. You know when it was happening. So. Um, it was just fun like that to see that kind of stuff, dude. I mean, I don't know. I guess I like to rumble because you, to me, I was always, all right, until the last uh, number 30 came in, who's going to be the final four, you know, which were the final, which are the final four guys and what can they do with them? You know, it's Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and, you know, Undertaker. All right, who's going to win it and why are they going to win it? You know, what kind of storyline are they going to pull that? You know what I, I did? Like it when they started to do, uh, make the the, uh, the winner of this gets a shot at WrestleMania. Before that, it you know I don't I think like the first five you said were just winner of the Royal Rumble, or they did like a twenty thousand dollar you know winner. Yeah, it might have been. It was a, uh, I think it was the um, first four, and yeah. then Ric Flair won the fifth. Yeah, they did stuff like that. Um, type of wrestling. <clears throat> I was gonna say one of my, my favorites too was um, you know Rey Mysterio winning it. Um, some of the other ones like these guys. What I like too, you know what, Chris, was um, uh, Brock Lesnar when he was at number one. And he was, you know, he did a lot of that mid card, like you said, taking these guys out. I think he, I yeah. think he holds the record at uh, dumping them over, like uh, how many people over the top rope at 13. But prior to that, it was Roman Reigns who had it at 12. But that one with Brock would number one and he was just throwing guys Yeah, because I think the, I remember Kane has 11. Yeah, that one I remember because that was just incredible. You yeah, know? that was good too. That I remember, um, kind of going off script here a little bit, but I can't remember which Royal Rumble it was. It was the one that McIntyre won. I think was it during COVID time. I'm not sure yes. if it was the if it was the 20 or the 21 or whatever. When him and Brock Lesnar were like the last ones left when he wanted to yes. get the title shot. 
Was that the one where Brock Lesnar was just kicking everyone out, everyone out, everyone out? It was just him in there, and he's laughing, and so it's like, yes. To me, this is boring. This is boring. You've driven it home since he came out as the next big thing. Yeah. You've driven it home. It was 2020. You've driven it home that this is the beast incarnate. You've driven it home. It's eat, sleep, conquer, repeat. You've yeah. All those things. Maybe not all those things at that point, and some of those things were in the past, but we get it. We get it. Stop. But what they also did with that was they made, they let, they made McIntyre look strong, and that, that was the key point right there. That is true, but at the expense of half of your roster for one guy, that S- seems a little steep to me. It's a Come steep on. cost. These guys were were in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, trying you, to you, could, you, could, you couldn't out. have some guy slow walk it to the ring, sitting there for like 30 seconds, face stare at Brock like he's going to do something, and then another guy comes out, and then they double team him for a minute. Then he gets rid of one guy, then another guy comes in. Something where he's still obviously in charge, and these he's fighting off two at a time. Instead of the guy runs in, he punches him and suplexes him and throws him out. It's yeah. like, all right, we got to wait a minute. Just sitting here, beer, beer break. Yeah. Uh, um. To to be honest with you, like that, yes, they could have thought that, but that's creative. I guess. Are we not? Are we should we be being Who's creative, in, dude? That wasn't creative. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But I, I get what you're we saying. You know, a little bit more creative. You know what? I will tell you. You do make a good point. It didn't make McIntyre look strong. very very strong. He came out of that looking very strong, but it made half of the roster look like they shouldn't even be wrestling. Let, let me let me ask you this much: Do you remember any of the other part of that match? No. Okay. Case then that. Then but they, I don't remember then it. They, they did their job right. But I don't. That one guy but stand out. I don't remember the Brock Lesnar all the part in the positive light. I don't remember anybody else that was in that in that rumble. Exactly. I remember two people. Who else was in it? Who knows? Um, I want to go back to that 2008 one. Quick. Okay. Um, two things about 2008. It had. Two things that I really want to talk about. One of the worst, you know, they always have Royal Rumble surprises. Who's the surprise entrance? Who's coming back? Who's going to debut? Who's going to be the, the, you know, so on and so forth. 2008, one of the worst surprise entrances, Hornswoggle. (laughs) Do you remember that, dude? He comes running out there and then he goes under the ring. Do you remember that shit? Yes. He goes under the ring. Doesn't sh- come back for like 10, 15 minutes. The Miz is getting thrown over and he's holding himself up and he goes up and grabs his arm. So the Miz gets eliminated, crawls back under the ring. Yeah. You know, Finley later comes out to save him. I'm just like, what is like, even the best, even the best things and the things that are really good are going to have their low points, especially when it comes to the rumble. Right. Cause you have, you're trying to please everybody. So yes, Hornswoggle. Some people are like, yeah, Hornswoggle's in here. So so e- even their comedy bits at that time were not pleasing to you then. Oh god, dude. Because a lot of it is about f- comedy and family uh you know, I don't want to say family values, about you know, comedy and family viewing. There you go. Yeah, that, you know, I mean, yeah, it was something you know, for I the, mean, the kids. I mean, come on. Mostly the kids when they see the little hornswoggle, they be, "Oh my god, hornswoggle." He's just I'm like, taller hey, than somebody. I'm, yeah, I'm taller than somebody. I guess, dude. I, I don't know. I wonder how much he was getting paid, dude, to go out there and Basically, make an ass of himself, get beat up. A lot every of money. Week. They kept him on the road, man. The other thing about number uh, uh, 2008 that I want to talk about, in my opinion, the best uh, return slash surprise okay. entrance of all time. That number, so number 29, Triple H came out. Everybody was freaking out. Oh my God, Triple H. Yeah. Who came out at number 30? John 
Cena. Yeah. The, people be like, oh, God, John Cena. Here's the reason this entrance was significant. Two months later, he was pulled out because he tore his pectoral muscle. He couldn't even wrestle. This guy came back. I mean, how severe it was, how small of a tear. It doesn't matter, dude. If anybody's ever torn a muscle, I've torn my quad muscle before, and it's no joke tearing a muscle. It hurts like a motherfucker. So this guy came back in two months and is wrestling like he never left. Greatest surprise, the look on Triple H's face when he comes back is, and he, uh, even Jim Ross says it, the look on Triple H's face says it all. <laughs> it was a surprise. Nobody expected one of the biggest pops. Triple H's pop got out popped <laughs> two minutes after he came out, and it was great. John Cena ended up winning. It was him and Triple H, obviously 29, 28. They put on a good show between them. I like it when it's the last two. And they put on a good like singles match. Give me good. Give me. Give me a good four or five minutes okay. of you two going out. I'm not talking about a, a match. Yeah. Don't give me a whole match, but give me a good four or five minutes. You guys give have already me, been going Give me some moves it. before you. Man, it was really good, and uh, I don't like to pick my favorites, but I really came away from that one very pleased. Very pleased. Got it. So, do you know who has the uh, worst time in a rumble? I. You know what. I've been telling people we're going to do this episode, you know, getting everybody I see, yeah, Royal Rumble, we're going to do this. And they always ask me something about the Rumble. And that's a question that comes up a lot. I don't know for a fact for the answer, but I think I know the answer. What's the answer? Is it Santino? Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, he came out with one of them. And the other one I think was, um, I'm not sure on the time frame, was Warlord. Oh, that was in one of the early ones. That, that was, one of, was one of the early ones. That was one of the first four, four or five. No. Yes, it was one of the first four or five because I watched. I would say maybe four or five. It was okay because I watched the first five, and because uh, I was like, I'm gonna watch them all in order, yeah. and I just couldn't. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got to skip a bunch of these. <laughs> uh, but I do remember that when the warlord comes in, he's all bad. He gets over the rope, like puts his arms up, and he gets clotheslined yeah. right out of the ring. Right out of the like, ring. Oh my god, dude, that was like three seconds. But yeah. Santino did the thing where he raw came in, right? Yeah. Someone grabbed him and threw him out the other yeah, side. Exactly. Exactly. Basically the same kind of thing, but. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! That's always the. Why are they putting these people in that you know are not gonna win? Because for comedy bits, dude. I mean, you could do that. I mean, Santino, he was. I think he was losing his popularity at the time because he had like a, the full on snake, you know, and he would like kind of pull out the snake type of thing. But he, he walked in. He just little, you know, move, got knocked out, and walked right out again. It was just mm. kind of like, what are you doing? I that don't type know. Of stuff like that. that was a good one. Um. Let's talk about multi-rumble winners. All right. Let's talk about some multi-rumble winners. You know, we, as much as you know, I want to have like a plan of what we're going through, I love how we're very transparent in our podcast. We're very transparent about the fact that we come in with a plan and it always blows up. We never <laughs> stick to our plan. Like We're going to talk about our top five this and our top five that and our top five and our worst this and that and that. We're going to talk about something we didn't even know we were going to talk about. Let's talk about our multi-winners. Hey, uh, you know, it's, it's because our producer, Rambo, doesn't, you know, gives, Look at him us, looking gives us so there much freedom. Hold on. There he's going. Yeah. There, there he goes. Where's he going? He's hungry. He's going to go sit by the bowl, say, feed me. You haven't earned it yet. Your production. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, he's first not too much multi First multi-rumble winner was Hogan. Okay, um, yes. 1990 and 1991. Uh, are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised no. by any of those. As a matter of fact, time frame, no. As a matter of fact, I'm a little surprised that Ric Flair won the next one for the title. I thought it was just going to be right. the Hogan show, like it always had been. Um, I think that was also about the time, though, that um, Hogan was on his way out, mm -hmm. and I think you know 
The next year with number six, Flair was on his way out. That's why he didn't win that one, um, the Yokozuna one. Um, that's two in a row right here. 1995 and 96, Shawn Michaels entering at number one and entering at number 18. Uh, Shawn Michaels, man, that, that, that 95 rumble where he came in at number one wasn't the best rumble. Um, this is kind of a time where, at least for me, to myself personally, I don't know what other people think, wrestling was kind of on a down slope. It hadn't hit that okay. Monday Night Wars upturn yet. Yeah, did they have Raw? Yeah, they had Raw. Nitro wasn't out yet. It wasn't quite getting ready to hit that ups- upswing. So they still had a lot of these just Skinner, uh, Repo Man kind yeah. of people still. It was like the end of the cartoon but before the attitude, this kind of no man's yes. wasteland kind of thing. So even though Shawn Michaels is winning these, these are pretty bad rumbles. I mean, 95 and 96 weren't the best. I would put them in the bottom 30% as far as, but you still got to give it to him, especially going into number one. That's an achievement, right? Yeah. But I mean, you you, you have to go back on there. Those guys, is, is Shawn Michaels, I, he, he was... Uh, um, main Carter at the time, but mm-hmm. still, oh, yeah. somebody for his physique and and athletic ability to come in and win it all, you know, against these big burly guys, you know, like just, you know, uh, beating them. That's that's what you want. I mean, that's what you know gives people hope and makes you want to cheer or boo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. Here we go. So he won it in 95, 96, 97, 98. The rattlesnake, the Texas rattlesnake, went back to back. Yeah, which is the one where where he was on the top rope, like looking at his watch, saying, "Bring him down, bring him down." That's probably the first one, huh? I believe it is. That was the first one, and I also actually no, I think that was the second one. I think that was nine. Mm, I don't know, because no. Well, let me ask you this. Which year was the WrestleMania where Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold wrestled? With Tyson, that was 13, right? Right? So that was 97. So the first one in 97 was the one where Tyson was in attendance. The second one, you're thinking 98 where he was doing the watch. Oh, okay. I think 98 was the okay. watch. Because um, 97, he had the... Uh, uh, Mike Tyson was in attendance because him and Shawn Michaels wrestled at WrestleMania that year. DX was in full effect. Um, then obviously, you know, we all know what happened, uh, at that WrestleMania, but man, that was that 96, 97 and 98 for stone cold were like, that was just the main, the biggest time, you know, WWE was still losing these Monday night wars, but stone cold was becoming such a thing. Yeah. Such a thing that he was becoming the biggest thing. And he was, he was, if I dare so, it was becoming bigger than the industry itself, right? At that point, and and having him win two in a row, becoming the world champion, all that stuff was best thing they could have done. Oh, for, yeah. for themselves. Oh yeah, definitely on that one, man. Do you? Uh, so, Stone Cold has how many wins? Three. Who has next? Do you know? Uh, I know Shawn Michaels has two. Hogan has two. Triple H has two. Cena has um, two. Cena has two. Batista has two. I did not know Batista had two. Yeah. Randy has and here's two. A, let me tell you this. Here, here you go. Here's one for you. That that here's another thing to just throw in there. That 2008 Rumble. Uh huh. The last three: Batista, Triple H, Cena. Yeah, dude. We're talking about. That's how you do a Rumble. It's like, 
who's do you know who's gonna win this? Triple H at the top of his game. Yeah. Batista at the top of his game. Uh and Cena, Cena coming back. What yeah. do, what do you do here? You all bets are off, dude. Yeah. So on there is uh, Edge Edge also has two and so does Brock Lesnar. God dude. So and then Randy. I didn't know that one too. Oh. Randy has two uh rumble wins. So these guys are, are you know, sometimes there's two time winners, man. Sometimes people need another one. You know, it's kind of funny because you can go for such a high point. Yeah. Stone Cold winning those two. And then the next one. You know who won the next Royal Rumble? Of that one? No. <laughs> Mr. McMahon. Ah. What trash. Trash. That was just... Remember he had the price on Stone Cold's head? He came out number uh, two. Stone Cold was number one. McMahon came out number two. All like, no chance and not like this. Yeah. All like buffed out and greased up. Now, do you do you know the lucky number position that you want? That's that's the luckiest. I'm gonna say 24. So there are four. There are there are three numbers, and here they are uh, that have four wins. Let me say 30. 30 has four wins. 28 has four wins. 27 has four wins. Those are the lucky numbers. 27, 28, or 30. And then at three wins, um, number one did it twice, and number 24 did it once. Uh, two wins, there's seven of them. Um, number two, number three, number 19, 22, 23, 25, and 29 at two wins. And who has one win is uh, number five, eight, 10, 13, 14, 16, 17, 18, 38 and 41. So 38 and 41 were probably those greatest rumbles, you know, or our 40 man battle royal or 50 man battle royal type of type of events. And those were even huge, man. And you know, talking about Batista, do you know Batista won um twice at number 28? I did, cuz I just yeah. read it like 3 seconds ago. Yeah, that was wild, dude. So, <laughs> I mean, that's that's his lucky number if he wants to come out again, dude. Number 28. Um yeah, but didn't he win it that that second time he won it was just just left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Sure. Came back sure. Hollywood Batista, here he yeah. comes wearing his Remember him coming out in those tightest fucking jeans? Yep. I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" You're were I, you jealous or what? I I no, dude, cuz I have I have tighter ones. Um <laughs> and mine aren't jeans, they're shorts. Not jorts, they're shorts. Oh, yeah, I got the jorts, they got, they got They got the stripe down the side with a little slit. They're tight. They cup the front and the back just right. Make me look, you know, just right. Are you wearing these to the gym? I don't want tan lines. What? <laughs> <laughs> Only on leg day. Only on leg day. Only on leg day. Um, You know, I want to go back. I want to talk about the 2001 and the 2002. The 2002 um, in particular. Okay. Um, 2002 was actually very entertaining as well. And I found myself watching this one going, wow, this is really good. Okay. So the year before they were really pushing, who are they pushing? Stone Cold, Undertaker. They, they were like basically broken down like Stone Cold, Undertaker, Shawn Michael, you know, whoever they were going to win it. Rikishi. Remember they had Rikishi? He won the 30th slot. The next year, yeah. this year, 2002, he was number one. Coming out with gold dust at number two. Um, this was a really good um, 
Royal Rumble because it has one of my favorite surprise entrants, which was Mr. Perfect. Oh, okay. He came out at number 25, and he looked every bit as good as he did during when he was at his best, okay. if not better. He Actually, to me, he looked better. Okay. He was amazing. Um, you know, this is another match where, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, Maven. Remember Maven yeah, came out? Maven came out. And yeah. eliminated The Undertaker? Yes. The Undertaker took him to the lobby, smashed him through the popcorn maker and all that. And it, <laughs> why is Maven eliminating The Undertaker? And then the Maven's standing in there himself, and then The Undertaker goes and gets him. That did, that. What does that do? It doesn't do very well. It's just like the one, I think it was 26, when Shawn Michaels got eliminated, and the year before he wrestled uh, Undertaker, and he wanted to, you know, get the get win the Rumble so he can face Undertaker again, and he got eliminated at number four, and then he went back in the ring and was like, "Oh, I need another shot. Start me up again. I'll do oh, it." Yeah. And they're like, "No, no, you got eliminated. Leave. That you get leave." Uh, DDP also, oh, okay. came out in that one. But you know, I really want to talk about uh, the Mister Perfect entry in this one. It was great. The last four. Okay. Let me let me give you a little rundown. Here of uh, also Val Venus returned. Val Venus had been out for a while. He was in that um, what was it? The right to censor. Right to censor. Val Venus came out again. Um, but basically, your last f- uh, four people were uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Stone Cold. It doesn't really get better than that. Um, also, some of the last couple entries working backwards from thirty. Number thirty was Booker T. Twenty nine was Rob Van Dam. Ah. Number 28 was Kane. Number 27 was The Big Show. Then it's Kurt Angle, Mr. Perfect. Then you got Farouk in the Hurricane, Triple H, um, who ended up winning it, uh, and Stone Stone Cold at number uh, 19. So a lot of the great wrestlers that were there really were at the end, but, man, they had to work through some people there at the end. It was you know, it was really a mid-card carry through the first 20 people. Until, you, you know, obviously, you know, you got The Undertaker. He got, you know, eliminated, what, how long was he in there? Seven minutes. <laughs> Dude, you know, then you get Scotty Tuhati Christian. DDP comes in. The Godfather, Albert, Perry Saturn. All those people yeah. in a row. Do you know, uh, I was going to say, when they have one like one of the big guys come in, like Big Show or Kane or uh, I'll even say Bobby Lashley, that these guys come in and then everybody kind of gangs up on them and yeah. tries to shoot them over, or, you know, get them over. And usually it works for like one or two guys or the uh, say Bobby Lashley will eliminate one or two guys, but then everybody else, you know, tries to grab a leg or you know push him up over the top rope. Sometimes it doesn't work, and then it's kind of usually like, oh, like, oh my god, they got him, and then he breaks free, mm-hmm. and they got him. That and then some something dumb will happen, and they got eliminated. Something yeah. like that. But that man, was, that was that was one of the better yeah. endings with those four in there. Yeah, is right? as much as you like, you really in your heart knew. That Mr. Perfect was not Mr. Perfect. Kurt Hennig was not gonna win it. There was a small piece of you that was like, "Oh my God, dude, he might win this." And you I, really and, and you kind of really wanted him to because it's like, "Wow, how what a what a swerve, what a what a something so different, Mr. Perfect." Because he looked really good in that match, really good. Uh, but you know, Triple H won. There you go. You know what you were talking about? One of the, the surprising entrances that come in, I think it was like last year or the year before when Edge came back and, and had it. Uh, I think it was 2021, if I'm correct. That was first time back in, uh, in um, 
Um, was that his I mean, first time, second time coming back? Because I remember he was yeah, no, out Yeah, there. no, 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 you're right. First time, second time. But he, you know, this is like the first time he wrestled since he was, you know, cl- medically cleared to wrestle, you know? And then he came back and then he looked better. And then he lost, you know, maybe 15, 20 more pounds, a little more mean, lean, you know? Um, and I think it was at the Astrodome or something like that two years ago. Uh, that happened. That was a good one. That was a good one where everyone's, oh my God, Edge is back. And he goes and wins it. And that was the one where like, they had the last time with Christian was in there too. And they kind of did like a move for a second. They did uh, a three second pose. And then, you know, Edge eliminated them and stuff like that. So, but that, that, was- um, that, uh, 2006 was the one where Rey Mysterio won after Eddie Guerrero's yeah. death, dude. That, I mean, we all knew kind of that he was going to win it, you know, but. It's a feel good story. Yeah, it's a feel good story. Ray Mysterio is not my favorite. Let's just get that out. So I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't have my hands in the air sh- waving the at, fucking at Ray Mysterio flag. Although I will say this to this day, no matter how much recognition he gets, Eddie Guerrero is one of the most underrated wrestlers ever. No one ever, t- when they talk about the greats, they don't talk about him. They need to talk about Eddie Guerrero. Please talk about Eddie Guerrero. He was great. People that know, know, but people that don't know need to know, you know? All right. That's all I wanted to say. But, I mean, <laughs> on the Eddie Guerrero thing, was he great because he was a good wrestler or great because he took some steroids and kind of messed up his body that way and, you know, didn't Why do- was he great? I'll tell you why he was great. He was great in the ring. Go, yeah. all, go all the way back to his, you know, if you want to go back, back, you can go back to his lucha days yeah. in, in Mexico. But then you really just go back to, like, ECW. He was wrestling those matches with uh, Dean Malenko. Great matches. WCW, great matches. Came to WWF. Great matches. But he was really kind of a quiet guy. He wasn't considered great. But as soon as he kind of turned that corner, Latino heat, yeah, that is when when Eddie kind of, I don't know if he was allowed to or he found himself, when his personality started to come out and you saw Eddie Guerrero, this was Eddie Guerrero because he was always quiet. He didn't say much. He wasn't boastful. But when he came out as that Latino heat character, that's when he really turned the page in his book. And, he man, he became one of the greats because then he had it all he had you know the wrestling Style, ability wrestling yeah. ability good looking guy great physique however he got it that doesn't matter because they all did it back then great physique great on the mic great latino heat gimmick coming out in the car people could relate lie cheat steal he had a whole community the whole latin community was behind him the, the whole and, thing with china yeah. too brought him yeah, a little dude, it was, uh, uh, credit he, on that one there was that period of time in his career where he could not do anything wrong yeah he wasn't doing anything wrong and it just ended up right he just was doing all the right things and it was gold it was just gold man and and, and he's well, not I, considered in that high 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 hierarchy i, I remember too is like when uh, when he came into wwe it was like was it him Perry Saturn, Chris Benoit, and Dean Malenko. Mm-hmm. And at least... The Radicals. Yeah. The, at, at least Benoit and uh, Eddie themselves, they they became champions. Yep. You know, not showing that these guys... And these guys could wrestle. Same thing yeah. with, like, Jericho. He, You know, either Vince wasn't smart enough or he just didn't think that these guys could really wrestle. And that, to me, goes back to... Uh, just to bring it a little more modern, uh, Chris, is the Adam Cole thing, where... You know, Vince didn't didn't think Adam Cole was a superstar, so he never put him on the main roster, kept him on NXT. And look at him now in AEW. He's headlining, or he probably could headline, 
you know, whatever main event they do or, you know, has a good storyline, mm-hmm. does good wrestling. Mm-hmm. What is it what is it that Vince didn't see in these guys that somebody else did? Or that's just the breaks of He loves know. those big guys. Yeah. He loves big, physical, sweet physique, just but sexy guys. And that he just doesn't, doesn't like that doesn't, doesn't like the last small guys. Forever. No. You gotta it, it, I mean, I know that they, they didn't really think wrestling was ooh, wrestling on the forefront, but when you when you, you come down to it, this is the sport of wrestling where you want to see some wrestling. Yeah. You know, no matter how big the guys are, you know, if it's the high flyers or the mat guys or anybody else, technical, I want to see that kind of stuff. And that was what I didn't like about Vince's WWE when he did, he, all he wanted was the big guys coming in and doing shit and stuff like that. When guys like Benoit and Eddie and, you know, Perry Saturn, all these guys were great wrestlers that knew how to wrestle. And that just he just didn't really believe in him. That kind of stuff. Let's move on. I'm ready to move on, baby. We we, we went on a, a tag team rant right there, dude. <laughs> a little tag team right there. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, I tagged you in. You went on the Adam, <laughs> Adam Cole, Cole. small guy rant. <laughs> let's talk about this year's Royal Rumble. All right, you know, let's some. um let's talk about it. We're gonna go 2023 Royal Rumble match. Where's this at? Is this at the Alamo Dome? Is this yeah. in San Antonio? This yeah, is it Alamo is Dome. right. Um, oh God! Please don't have a Shawn Michaels surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah, Shawn Michaels. He's gonna come out saying, "I need my another shot. I yeah. need another shot." And then him and Undertaker are gonna wrestle with his hat. Yeah, right. Um, so as as of right now, they have uh, only half of the men. Okay, are confirmed for entry into the Royal Rumble. Let me list them for you. Yeah, sure. Uh, Kofi, uh, Santos Escobar, Ricochet, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin. Rey Mysterio, uh, Gunther, Cody Rhodes, uh, almost Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Karrion Cross. Got it. Um, Can I give you my final four off those guys? Give me your final four, and then I'll give you mine. Yes, go. Okay, Cody. Yes, Baron, I agree. Baron, Karrion uh, uh, Cross, and who would be the fourth one? Because that, I'm going to say Seth. Okay, I'm going to go with Cody. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with Seth. Um, And then I'm going to go with... Austin Theory. I am going to go with Austin Theory. Because you know how much Vince loves him. Yeah. Um, And Vince is back. So that might be this thing. And you know, as much as I want to say like a Drew McIntyre... Um, and all these other things. Cause I will, <laughs> can I say something sure. before, before I say this? Sure. Say it. So one of the things I have a caveat to this, and we talked about this earlier, right before we, we went on air was about the, um, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens match. If whether or not it's going to take place before or after. Oh, okay. Yeah. If it takes place before I've, I'd, I'm probably totally wrong. Kevin Owens wins. Roman Reigns will be one of the last four, and he will end up. He'll be number thirty. He'll end up, yeah, like number thirty, and he'll end up winning. So you think Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania? There you go. I don't know if that's gonna bring the people in, man. Okay, well, what's gonna bring the people in? Roman Reigns. Okay, so Roman Reigns wins, right? So Roman Reigns well, wins. Roman Roman Reigns is the champion. I'm Roman Reigns he, is the champ. Not. Roman Reigns is the champ. He wins. So who brings in the money? Kofi, Ricochet, Austin Theory, Seth, Bobby, 
Ramis, no. No. They have to have Drew McIntyre. There, there's a hidden surprise that we didn't know in there. It's got to be. It's there's got to be something that's hidden. Surprise for this. Now, the rumor was it's going to be The Rock at WrestleMania. I'm going right? to tell you this, and I know it's not going to happen. Now. If it's if it's The Rock, and he enters this Rumble and he wins, and he goes to WrestleMania against Roman Reigns, I will never watch WWE again, because that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. The Rock is a fly-by-night. I will wrestle once every other year. He is no. Stop it with The Rock. Let him go. Stop. I, okay. I agree with you, but I still want to see it. How about this? You know what I would love to see? Okay. You heard what I said. If The Rock wins. Okay, let The Rock enter. He wins. He gets beat by Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. There we go. That's something I would love to see. <laughs> Now I'm getting a Roman Reigns t-shirt. Now he oh. is head of the table. So I would love to see that because I think that I've made my feelings about The Rock, at least I think to you, very clear. I'm tired of him coming back. Okay. Go or leave. And can we quit popping when you hear, when you you, you, you smell what The Rock is? Can we stop? No. Dude, he comes out and says the same thing. Rudy Poo, smack down, corner this, shine it up real nice, up your candy ass. Who do you think you are? It doesn't matter. Raise my eyebrow, rock bottom. Good night. I'm super sweaty. I don't. I, I, you don't love a, any of that. I. Yeah. It's like it's like seeing back in freaking 2000, dude. This is 2023. You know what that tells me? You don't believe in your cast of. You don't believe in your roster enough for them to be hold the headline. But we're talking about WrestleMania. You want yeah. you want to bring everybody. All eyes on entertainment mm-hmm. to your wrestling event. That's and true. That's what the Rock can do. So in that, so with you saying that, yes, if the Rock goes, he will lose. He'll lose. Okay. I don't see any way around. You can't have him as champ. I don't want him a champ either. So that's the only way I will relent on this whole thing is if the Rock ends up in the Rumble, he wins the Rumble, goes to WrestleMania, and loses to Roman Reigns. Fine. That would that's a great storyline because you know what? Roman Reigns is the head of the table, not the rock. I'm the greatest Samoan wrestler. Can I not the rock? <laughs> I am the chosen one, not the rock, right? Right. He's got the Usos, he's got solo, he's got freaking <laughs> that red-headed ginger idiot dancing behind him all the time. Yeah, Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami Zayn, who's probably gonna end up turning on him too. Yeah. So hey. Great, dude. But it brings a storyline, man. These are the storylines. Okay, that so bring. so 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 I just wrote the next like three months, <laughs> right? The Rock wins the Rumble. Rock wins the Rumble, and then it goes <clears> WrestleMania and loses. And loses. Goes make and sells a bunch of T-shirts. Gets gets paid, you know, a million dollars. Goes and makes a movie. Gets paid twenty five million. Wow, awesome. <laughs> Good for you, Rock. Dwayne, Dewey. Oh my God, Dwayne, you're funny, dude. Um. So, yeah, out of the people that they've already picked, I mean, depending on what happens at that match, we'll see what happens. It could be The Rock. It could be Roman. So, right now, on, but the, I think on the list that you have, on the list how, I many, have how many guys are on there right now? 15. If I had to pick from these 15 people, I'm going to pick Austin. I'm going to pick Seth. I'm going to pick Cody Rhodes. And I'm going to pick Drew McIntyre. Okay. Those are the ones okay. I'm going to But we still have about. another 15 to go. Maybe those still have another Smack, 15. And that's Smackdown, a, or if not, what if they bring some NXT guys? Just to throw some NXT guys. Of course in there. they will. What do you think of that? They'll put in some. They'll put in some NXT guys. See what they can do. I don't have a problem with that. Bringing I don't them either. in, just to give them a shot and throw them, throw them out there in the world, and you know, 
have them do something willy-nilly. Um, they don't have to win, but if they can knock an, uh, somebody out. How interested you know? are you in the Women's Royal Rumble? Um, you know what? I haven't been following women's wrestling too much, so it's not too exciting for me. Um, so, no, I'm not really too interested in that one. No. <laughs> Rambo's getting a little mas- massaging himself over here. Yeah. Um, yeah, me neither. They've only announced seven of the 30. It's a week before. What are we doing, guys? You should have like tw- both of these rosters should be filled out to 20 to 25 already. Yeah. Maybe not, maybe 20. You leave four, three, four spots for some surprises. Yes. You leave, you know, a couple for people you don't know what you're going to do with yet, um, you know, to kind of play it by ear kind of a thing. Um, secret stuff going on. But to only have 15 and 7 and it's Tuesday. Yeah. We're recording this right now. Tuesday, the 24th yeah. of January. The Rumble's on the 28th. We're four days away. Yeah. I, I, What's I going on here? I, I think you're doing on that, right? On releasing so many. They could have done a few more, another five more people, not another 30 that they needed to do. I don't know. Hey, uh, uh, were we looking at time? I got a final few more minutes. Yeah. All right. What did you? What do you think about the 40-man battle royal that happened? Too many people. Uh, Right, too, too many, people. many people, too much dead time, too much. Uh, it was that was the one. It was I, I forgot what year it was. The greatest Royal Rumble. It was a couple years ago. I don't even think it was the Royal Rumble. Wasn't it like a like a one off? It wasn't even it the was, Royal Rumble. It was in Saudi Arabia. And yeah. man, that way too many people. Way too many. That was too much was, downtime. That was fifty people in it. Way too many people. It was yeah. They did yeah. They did the fifty. They did do a rumble with forty. Yeah. You are correct. Too long. It was in in that one. Alberto Del Rio won that one. Way too long, yo. <laughs> Albert Del Rio. What year was that? Uh, let's find it. Right here, two thousand eleven. Royal Rumble, two thousand eleven. Yeah. Man, yeah. Way too many people. Yeah, of course. Man. Where do we go? Are we going? Are we going two minutes there? Yeah. That's eighty minutes. That's, that's that's an hour and a half. Yeah, that's a lot. We're not. We, it was about two hours long. You know that kind. Of, there was too many people in there, but um, I, I bet you there was a lot of hey in and outs. Hey, yeah. You know we're gonna we're gonna get three or four guys in the ring and then clear them once and then do that again. So yeah, that was too many, dude. Huh. So do you have any? Regardless of who's on that roster that we just talked about, regardless of that, regardless of all that, who do you think is gonna win? the Royal Rumble, and go on to WrestleMania to face the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world? I think that's a surprise guest. So somebody from the 15 that we don't know. So somebody that so somebody we don't know, which could be The Rock. It could be Kevin Owens. Yeah. It could be Roman Reigns if he loses. It could be Stone Cold. It could be, it could be Stone Cold. They kind of win it and go to WrestleMania, dude. I don't know, dude. I mean, they can have that kind it of could stuff. He barely wrestle when he wrestled Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Right. We'll put it out of the sky. You Mr. said, Mr. Perfect. Who do you think? Mr. Perfect. He's dead, dude. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Well, you know what? We don't, we're not even talking about Rey Mysterio. What about Rey Mysterio using it? Nah. Eh, nah. He you can't know? do it. No. A little bit slower than he used to be. Too small. Just don't think he could. Have you ever do seen it. this guy Gunther wrestle? He's a good. He's a yeah. ring general. I like him. He's he's like a UK type of guy, you know. But they they know how to wrestle. Um, very well. Let's Same see. Same thing like Sheamus. Have you seen the the Sheamus and him wrestle, dude? Mm-hmm. Those things are really beats, man. I hope they don't do anything with Braun Strowman. 
Um, he's a big dude. Well, but he's in it. So he's I mean, in it. I mean, he'll be that one of those guys coming in like at twelve, clean the ring for a few minutes. Yep. You know, and then somebody honestly, Cody Rhodes. I think Cody Rhodes is gonna win it. Okay. Caveat. Can I give you a caveat? Sure. Here we go. Ramus or Cody Rhodes will win it. If Roman Reigns loses that heavyweight match, he wins it. If The Rock is a surprise entry, he wins it. Those three. Those. That's my prediction. Damn. A lot of moving parts there. And then if The Rock does win it, he loses at WrestleMania. If Cody Rhodes wins it, he wins at WrestleMania. If Kevin, if Roman Reigns wins, wins. it, he regains at WrestleMania. Those are my three. Those aren't bad. Those are bad to, to decide and stuff like that. A lot of things <laughs> you could do right there. Yeah, that's a lot. Of How about this? That's How about this one? Here, here's a here's a brain twister for you. Okay. Actually, no, forget it because it doesn't work. Never mind. I was going to say, what if Reigns, The Rock, and Cody were the last three, but there would be no point because Reigns would need to still be the champion for The Rock to make sense to be in the Royal Rumble. So never mind. God, my brain. We haven't done this in like <laughs> six weeks, so my brain's going in a million different directions. <laughs> hey, guys. This is The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. And, you know, we're just... uh doing a podcast love it i thought we were just having a conversation yeah, we're just right? having a conversation and all of a sudden you want to do a podcast and do a podcast hey guys you can get a hold of us at big talk cg dot podcast on instagram big talk cg dot podcast on tiktok email us that's very important email us big talk cg at gmail.com twitter get the tweets going yeah at big talk c G. I don't know, dude. We, we I think we went over enough of the rumble. You know, we it's gonna be exciting. It's happening this Saturday. There you go. Uh, yes, guys. Um, you know what? Thank you for hanging on. You know, it's been a few minutes since we uh, we released anything. All of our fans out there on uh, the other side of the world, who uh, other side of America, North America, South America, who here in Los Angeles. Thank you very much. Uh, this is Greg from Big Talk podcast with Chris and Greg. See ya.